conspiracy theories, eh? Wait till you get a load of this. Hello, and welcome to Cracked Sisters Conspiracies, where a podcast that covers <laughs> conspiracy theories, mysteries, and all over spooky shit. My name's Jackie. And I'm Cassandra. <laughs> and we just said I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's trying to secretly eat popcorn, and it's not fucking going well. I a snack so bad. We are doing double duty tonight, and I haven't eaten dinner yet. And so I was frantically trying to shove popcorn in my mouth at the same time. But I forgot that I had to speak at one point. And so. she thought me doing my intro was the best time to do that. So yeah, yeah, no timing sensitivity for me today. <laughs> so today we are re-recording an episode that we've already recorded, but my microphone took a shit and none of the audio was usable. Awesome. I love when that happens. Good shit. We have been plagued with technology issues from the start, but that's what happens when you have a $100 investment in your... <laughs> okay (laughs) these are growing pains for you know people trying to start a podcast yeah if i like a fancier microphone yeah i would not say right off the bat because like what if you start doing it and you're like fuck this shit i have no desire to keep going get a boyfriend fiance husband etc who plays video games Uh, Then they'll have a fucking mic. Then you can use that mic till you save up enough money to buy a good mic. And worst case scenario, you buy a mic, you don't like it, you give it to him. Yeah, borrow the the chirping, shit-talking mic and dip a toe and see if it works out. Then start investing. But yeah, so you'll warranty your current mic. Hopefully that will resolve the issue. God, I love warranties. They're so convenient. They really are. They make the world go round. They do. So today we are talking about the bear... (laughs) AIDS scandal. Bear. 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 We are saying the same thing. You're saying bear. Rawr. And I'm saying bear with a Y. No one pronounces the Y. Bear. 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 If you, uh, uh, we'll do this again. If you, bear. See, when you said it that way, I feel like you were over enunciating. So I heard bear. There's like a dip. Bear. 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 Uh, We're saying the same thing. Uh, Okay. Uh, Agree to disagree. I feel like there is a bit of an audio nuance there where if you listen, it's different. I think you're you're having an auditory hallucination. Probably. Where you think you're hearing something different, but it's the same. I mean, on any given day, I can't hear shit. And I hear things that don't happen all the time. Ask Evan how many times to say what? What'd you say? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I am just peacefully existing. Why are you talking about It's me? the 17 other personalities in your brain that are yeah. trying to come through. It, it gets overcrowded in there. It's it's a bit scary as of late. So that's entirely possible. So Go away, Jessica. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, do you remember United States of Terra? I fucking love that show. I love Tony Collette. She's good. And I love the dude, Aiden. I don't remember oh, his name. from Sex and the City. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That was an HBO show. It was. I remember I had first watched that years and years and years ago when I was doing business management. And so I had all of the clients that were in the entertainment industry. So oh, we okay. would get SAG-AFTRA copies of different shows and oh, movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the four-year consideration during Mom the used to get those, season. Yeah. yeah. And so that was the first time I had watched it. 
I loved it. It was a great show. It was so good. But yeah, I just, I love her, period. She's my favorite Australian person ever. I didn't know she was Australian. She is so Australian. Did you ever watch Heredity? Hereditary. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes. That movie was good. It was. It wasn't. It's as, traumatic. It is very traumatic. But I didn't find it scary. It, no, it wasn't this like life altering, scary because movie. That's how the reviews kind of posted. I just watched it yeah. semi recently for the second time. And I forgot her fucking spoiler alert. I forgot her fucking head pops off. Like right in the, the beginning. And it's the sun's fault. Because she had, like, her head hanging out the window and shit, right? Yeah. And, and he, like, hit a... And she hit a fucking pole? telephone pole. Yeah. And then he looked back and said, I'm just going to keep driving, get home, get into bed, and pretend like nothing happened. And her head is rotting on the side of the road. Yeah. It's, he had that mole on his face. I knew he was a bad actor, yeah. a bad character, you know, right from the beginning just because of the way he looked. Sorry. Not sorry. Mole. The movie was fucked up. It wasn't anything crazy scary, though. No, it was upsetting. Yeah, I guess. But it wasn't scary. I felt the same way when I watched, um, what was that called? It has Florence Pugh. Oh, Midnight Summer or Midsummer? Midsummer. That's what it was. Yeah. I didn't know what I was watching. I watched it at, I think, when Alex had an apartment. I'm like, oh, this looks, it says culture, because I don't read anything. So I hit play and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Right? That that's more how I felt through. But that's how it's supposed to be, because it's, you know, supposed to show you how fucking creepy cults are. But yeah, I wasn't scared. Scared or traumatized. But I'm like, it was weird when all the old people started yeeting themselves off the rock. But you know. Did you know that's one of my life goals? Not to eat myself off a rock, but to be a cult leader. I did not know that about you. I'll be like a nice one. You're gonna pay me money, but I'll put it in people. You don't have to like people to be a fucking that's cult true. member. That's probably more motivation. So it's going to be more it. of a social experiment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make them pay me money in whatever fashion I think of. But I'm going to put their money in a savings account. I'm going to take a little bit of it, obviously, percentage. High yield or like long term, short term? Maybe a CD. The rates are higher right now. I don't know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know, I'll pull you in on it. You know what? It could be my cult. Then you file as a nonprofit organization, tax free, baby. There you go. So I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna let it ride for maybe six months, maybe a year, and I'm gonna say, hey, this was a social experiment. You all failed. I'm a cult leader. I know I told you I wasn't, but this is how dumb you are, and everyone will learn from it. And then I'll give them most of their money back. Except for the part that I take. Your profit and any interest earned on the investment. Obviously. So, like, are you going to have a compound where these people are going to reside? 100%. That's part of it. You have to... Isolation is a big part. Oh, yeah. You have to keep them away. Yeah. You have to have isolation. You have to have some sort of control. You have to have a hierarchy. You have to have a purpose. I don't know what my purpose is. How are you going to bankroll the initial... like? You're going to cordon off like an area of a campsite and like y'all meet here. So it's like low cost or are you just going to find a remote location and be like, meet me at XYZ. Here's a treasure map. And, you know, there's options. I don't know. Bring BYOT. Bring your own tent. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I don't know. Well, you have to start small. You have to get them hooked. Like fucking like drugs. I was going to (laughs) say multi-level market scheme. (laughs) But same thing, same thing. Give them a taste. Yeah, basically. And then you got to get interested. Then you got to get them committed. And then you got to take away everyone they love and everyone surrounding them, telling them that it's a cult. And they go, no, it's not. It's a religion or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, what's the higher power motivation? So women, cult leaders are rare. Normally their motivations are um, sex or aliens. Oh, what about sex with aliens? I don't know. I'm, you know, maybe we'll have a first. No, I don't want to be creepy. That, no, that's a little. I don't like the sex part, so we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think aliens would be cool, but the issue is 
not even an issue. An issue for normal cults, good for me, is normally, let's say, we're going with aliens. That's what I convince everyone is. I'm the number one alien whisperer. I know everything. The aliens are going to come January 1st of 2035. Normally, if you have a deadline, you kind of, I have to fucking pay up or whatever that expression is. And normally when shit doesn't go as planned, they have some sort of reasoning behind it um, and they're able to kind of talk their way out of it. But I'll have a hard end. That way, that will be my reveal. Say, hey, this was all fake and this was a social experiment and you all failed. Gotcha. In that time, I was just fact checking myself because I was trying to remember something because that spurred a thought. Have you ever watched Dude, Where's My Car? Of course. So there's the alien. Oh, shit. That is right. <laughs> what are they trying to get? The something, something, the something? Uh, yeah, the, the something, something, something. They have like the bubble wrap suit. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and they're all like hot babes. Yeah. But Hal Sparks, I remember, was the dude in the the leader. I don't remember what they were trying to get. I don't have time to look it up right now. The space guy continuum. No. Yes. Hold on. I'm willing to bet. Dude, where's my car? Space time continuum. Space time continuum. Fuck you. I was right. <laughs> You're right. No, the continuum transfunctioner. Oh shit, whatever. But yeah, that same same thing. You get credit for that. Oh my god. Sorry. That was <laughs> quite a di- divergence from Bayer. Bear. Anyway, we're talking about how they gave people AIDS. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> you have AIDS. You yes. have not HIV, but full blown AIDS. Okay. And that's family guy, right? No, that's just my own thing. <laughs> just came up with that little, yeah, that yeah. little ditty. Yes. No, it was 100% family guy. I am not that terrible of a person. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about people who are. Hi. So the year is 1981, and U.S. concern is growing over an unidentified infectious disease associated with immune system collapse, later called AIDS. Terrible. Specifically in the U.S., it was almost exclusively found in homosexual men and IV drug users in the beginning. On July 16th, 1982, the U.S. CDC reported that three hemophiliacs had been diagnosed with AIDS. A hemophiliac is a person with a rare disorder in which blood does not clot in the typical way because it doesn't have enough blood clotting proteins. I always thought a hemophiliac is someone that's afraid of blood because philia is fear phobia. phobia, And then, yeah, hemo is blood. Oh. I always get that wrong. I had never thought of that. Because they ask you that sometimes. They go, are you a hemophiliac? I go, no, I can look at blood. And they're like, that's, that's not- cool. That's not what I fucking asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. It means that you do not clot well. Does that have anything to do with bruising as well? Or is that just like iron deficiency? I don't know. Well, technically, well, it depends on what kind of bruise. So technically, like a, a hematoma is blood pooling under the skin. Those are those like big purple ones. Yeah, right? they're like the goose eggs, but they, they can look like a bruise. And that's Got technically... It. Because you're not clotting correctly. Mm, Interesting. Okay. People studying the outbreaks started to believe that HIV and AIDS was being spread through blood products, which was problematic for the hemophiliacs who had been routinely treated with concentrate made from large pools of donated plasma, much of which was collected prior to routine HIV testing. So you're getting down and poking each other in the back door and then go and donate some blood and share what you got. Yes, because they didn't know that because HIV and AIDS was so new, they didn't know how big it was going to be and that they didn't have the proper protocol of testing everything. What a terrible feeling where you think you're doing something good and you're unknowingly just Just like spreading a terrible, yeah. Oh, that would be bananas. 
So factor eight is a protein that helps with the clotting of blood. Hemophiliacs inject themselves with it. Some as often as three times a week. That sounds terrible. <laughs> if I had to inject myself on a regular basis, I don't know that I would be able to persevere. People with diabetes and stuff that have to manage and yeah. VF treatments and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I am not that person. So Alex has to get an injection once a month and it's Ooh. my favorite time because I do it Ooh. because it's an auto injector and he is so terrified of needles. For the first year that he did it, he would literally sit there. He, it'd be like seven o'clock and he'd go, okay, I need to do my shot. Mm-hmm. And I pull it out of the fridge. It's only supposed to wait fucking 30 minutes. And he would sit there sweating, panicking for probably an hour and a half. And then I would get the, the needle close to his leg and he'd go, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I would just sit there for probably 20 minutes. Then I would touch his skin and then he'd fucking freak out. And then I'd just stab him with it. I've seen you administer eye drops to this man. So I can only imagine what it's like (laughs) with a needle. I forgot about that. Yeah. And so for me, (laughs) you can't do the straight on. You have to do the roll method with him. It's like a child or an animal. (laughs) Um, So now we're going to talk about cutter, (laughs) cutter laboratories. So Cutter Laboratories was a family-owned pharmaceutical company located in Berkeley, California, and it was founded in 1897. This is Berkeley up by like the college yes. where the more liberal, 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 liberal people yes. are. The Bayer Pharmaceutical Company bought Cutter Laboratories in 1974. So throughout the rest of the story, Cutter and, and Bayer, Bayer are used interchangeably. Got it. In January of 1983, the manager of plasma procurement for Cutter Laboratories acknowledged in a letter that, quote, there is strong evidence that suggests HIV and AIDS is passed on to other people through plasma products. Mm -hmm. So it was like an internal email. So everyone is aware of it internally. Got it. Because, again, this was not widely studied. So it was not a common knowledge like it is today. Got it. It was also widely known that blood products were made by mixing together thousands of plasma donations without safety treatments that would transmit both hepatitis C and HIV and AIDS. So basically what I've learned is people donate plasma and there has to be some sort of treatment to it to get the the factor eight. Yeah. And so, so they didn't know early on that you needed to treat it. Then, obviously, through this internal memo and through other just learning in life, people started learning that, but it didn't necessarily stop. Now, was the treatment for hep C uh, coming about the same time as AIDS when they're processing the plasma? Or should they have been treating it to kill off hep C for plasma donations before that, too? Does that make sense? You look confused. So, so they didn't know that they needed to treat plasma to kill, kill anything. Oh, anything. It wasn't so, specific for this. No, because it depends on what you have in your body. So without being treated, you could get hep C, you could get HIV or AIDS or, or anything else that can be. Got it's it. not one treatment kills hepatitis C, one kills HIV. It's all one treatment kills any bad things that shouldn't be in there. Okay, but that wasn't common knowledge and practice prior. So it no, was correct. Just- a bonanza of yes. you get what you get and yes. you hope for the oh god that's terrifying okay so i talked about it here so the blood products needed to be treated using physical heat or chemical detergents to virally inactivate plasma products that will be used in medical treatments of clotting disorders such as hemophilia so, so burn it or bleach it yes got it in march of 1983 the cdc warned that blood products appeared responsible for aids among hemophiliac patients so now it is rolled known that's so scary it's not just internal everyone has this common knowledge and yeah it's fucking terrifying 
Like, I hope I never need to receive a blood transfusion. I know. It's pretty scary. Do you know your blood type? I was just going to ask you. I do. I am type A, I believe. I have it on a card in my wallet still. But I'm fairly certain I'm type A. And I think I remember that because it matches my personality. But that's (laughs) fitting. I'm a positive. (laughs) Which is like one of the most common, at least where I work. So which is the universal... Oh. oh, oh, something. Oh, Help. it's either negative or positive. I think, I think I'm not good at blood. Evan might be. The, I don't know. Gracie's blood type. Probably should. I might have it written down in a baby book somewhere. Otherwise, that's how you found out if the mom was cheating. Right. I have her teeth scattered all over my bedroom. <laughs> no, we're talking about that. <laughs> places, but I am not confident that I know my child's blood. The type. likelihood that you'll have to know her blood type over where her, the location of her baby teeth are. I should really prioritize that. Okay, so by May of 1983, so two months after the CDC warned that HIV and AIDS appearing in blood products, a bear cutter rival began making a heat-treated concentrate, and France decided to halt all imports of clotting factor concentrates. So put that in layman's terms. So someone in competition with Bayer slash Cutter, in the, they another- began making heat-treated concentrates, which is what you need. That's the, the new blood that they should really only be accepting. So France, who is the distributor, decided to halt everything else. Got it. Because their others aren't compliant or whatever. Yeah, you have to apply for... Like, it's not a patent, but I can't think of the terminology. You have to apply for like a new whatever to sell this new stuff probably like a contractor yeah something like that so they they're like oh this is the standard of today we're gonna halt the other stuff this is what's coming through so get up to the level or fuck off yeah cutter was afraid of losing customers so according to an internal memo they wanted to give the impression that they were continuously improving their products without saying it was expected to have heat treated concentrate so they're like, yeah, this is widely known, and this new rival is selling this stuff. We don't want to scare the customers off, so we're going to let them think that because our rival is selling heat-treated that we're selling heat-treated, but we're not going to say specifically that it's not. It's the old shit. Oh, yeah. So they're just re- they're they're purging their because they already ha- they already had shit. So they said instead of wasting this rather than taking a loss for the greater good of humankind and they they said wait if people want to think that it has that that's we're not going to stop them that's on them they should know that we're pieces of shit and so with cleverly worded promotion Mm -hmm. oh I hate big business and big pharma I know. and all of that shit. Banks. I was watching The Big Short. Big. Oh, I love that. We watched it the other day. That's one of my favorite. I've watched, I've watched it over the period of five days. I still haven't finished it. It's just, I just watched little bits at work. It is so fucking over my head. It's not even oh, funny. Say, do you understand no, it? And they even they have celebrities dumbing it down and I still don't understand the dumbed down version. Like a CDO or a mortgage back. Literally all of that. But I'm I like, know. God, they, I hate everyone. They're so greedy. Oh, that that's entirely yeah. what it is. It's just disgusting all right so by june of 1983 a cutter letter to distributors in france and 20 other countries said that quote aids has become the center of irrational response in many countries this is a particular concern to us because the unsubstantiated speculations that this syndrome may be transmitted by certain blood products I don't know what the fuck that means that was a lot of words you seemed very unconvinced with everything that you were saying yeah that was a quote Anyway, (laughs) 
France continued to use the older style untreated concentrate through August of 1983. <laughs> August of 1993, is that what you said? 83. Oh, I'm off by a decade. Oh, and the first time we recorded this, we talked about the poor fucking Miss America, Miss Universe. <laughs> 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 Sorry for everyone here. here. I love that. It is so funny. She is But French accents are so weird to begin with. I've never heard a French man yell. Obviously, they can't, which is why I've never heard it, because that bitch cannot get it out. And it's one syllable. Pas de beau français? No. Je suis la pavillon. You're a potato. I am a beautiful butterfly. Um, <laughs> that is- I actually, I was really into Duolingo for a, a week second. and a half and I tried to learn French. No, no. Yeah. Like our mother knows Un petit peu. a little bit. Un petit peu. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but that you, if you say it fast enough, it sounds convincing. And you have to like, have like a smug look on your face. Un petit peu. Pinched face. <laughs> And you have to have the hand gesture. It's fine. Ooh. That's Italian, you fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, it's fine. We're French. And then you fucking threw it out the window. Yeah, no. We are French Canadian, which is not the best the of both. <laughs> so on February 29th of 1984, Cutter became the last of four major blood product companies in the U.S. to get approval to sell heat-treated concentrate. So obviously... Thanks. Dead last? They're in fourth uh, to be last. There's four companies. Bear, three others that I name later. They all are like waiting till the absolute last minute because they don't want to dump the supply that they, they have. they don't want to lose any money on mm-hmm. it. You fucking assholes. Excuse me. <laughs> One reason that they kept making the old untreated medicine was because the company had several fixed price contracts and believed the old product would be cheaper to produce. Of course. Obviously, yeah. Bear officials who responded on behalf of Cutter issued a statement stating Cutter continued to sell the old medicine because, quote, some customers doubted the new drug's effectiveness, end quote, and because some countries were slow to approve of its sale. So they blamed the customers. They said they are not going to, they don't trust this. Because you're giving them technology. hepatitis C. So they go, we want to do what's best for the customer. They're not comfortable. You're so wrong (laughs) they're doubting it because they're you know becoming afflicted with all of these terrible and we're running advertisements that saying it's the same it's fine yeah so the bear company also said that the plasma shortage had kept cutter from manufacturing more of the new product however because they were already using some of its limited plasma to continue making the old product they themselves may very well have contributed to the plasma shortage because they weren't only using their stockpiles they were continuing to make untreated stuff so the plasma that would be going to the new stuff they were using it for they the were old pulling stuff. some and creating more old stuff the new york times reported <laughs> reported (laughs) that cutter never applied for permission to sell the heat treated medicine in taiwan until july of 1985 which was a year and a half after doing so in the u.s so finally dragging their feet in the u.s and then anywhere that's not the u.s they went you thought we were dragging our feet for people we care about third world countries other countries don't give a fuck so yeah they waited a year and a half to get permission in taiwan 
So Cutter chose to sell millions of dollars worth of the older medicine in Asia and Latin America while selling the new safer products in the West. In late 1984, a Hong Kong distributor asked Cutter about the new products and was told to use up the old stocks of the old medicine before switching to its safer, better product. Several months later, hemophiliacs in Hong Kong started testing positive for HIV, and doctors were wondering if Cutter was dumping AIDS-tainted medicine into less developed countries. Well, it certainly sounds like it. totally fucking was. <laughs> Cutter obviously denied the allegations and explained that the unheated product posed no severe hazard and was, in fact, the same product they had provided for years, knowing full well that it would spread hepatitis and HIV slash AIDS. Awesome. Just perfect. By May of 1985, the Hong Kong distributor was told of an impending medical emergency and asked Cutter for the newer product. Cutter replied that the new medicine was going to the U.S. and Europe and that there simply wasn't enough for Hong Kong. So they were having an, an AIDS outbreak. And they said, hey, can we please have some of this new medicine? And they said, no, it's got to go to the West first. The U.S. FDA helped keep news out of the public. In May of 1985, the FDA's regulator of blood products, Harry M. Mayer Jr., believed that the Bayer Cutter Company had broken a voluntary agreement to withdraw the old medicine off the market. Mayer Jr. called Cutter officials and ordered them to comply. Mayer and Bayer. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> <laughs> so he ordered Bayer to comply, though per Cutter's notes from the meeting, Mayer Jr., <laughs> Asked that the issue be quietly solved without alerting Congress, the medical community, or the public. So this guy comes in, you think he's going to be a fucking good guy. Like, hey, you guys reneged on our agreement. You said that you would pull the old shit. You'd stop selling it. So do it. But like also just like do it really quickly and quietly and don't tell anyone. And I don't really give a shit. Business. <laughs> At the same time of dealing with the FDA, a Cutter official wrote, quote, it appears there are no longer any markets in the Far East where we can expect to sell substantial qualities of the non-heat-treated medicine. And they finally stopped shipping the untreated concentrate in July of 1985. So how many years later? It's about two years. <laughs> so the aftermath. Everyone has AIDS <laughs> and hepatitis C. So it is unknown how many people have been infected with hepatitis C, HIV, or AIDS All due to Cutter's knowingly fucked up practices. Some affected countries were the U.S., Canada, France, Iran, Iraq, Ireland, Italy, Japan, Portugal, and the U.K., so many eyes. I, 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 I was a lot. That last time. In 1993, there was a class action lawsuit on behalf of American hemophiliacs led by David Schrager. And who everyone is, got three cents in the settlement. Basically. <laughs> Early 1995, so two years later, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit in Chicago decertified the lawsuit, stating it might bankrupt the industry. So it went all the way up to the fucking Supreme Court and they went... Maybe you have basis totally for this lawsuit, but it's going to bankrupt Big Pharma. So we're going to say no. Schrager, who was the plaintiff's lawyer that was originally involved in the class action, he wanted to pursue separate federal proceedings that had consolidated hundreds of individual lawsuits that had been filed against the producers. By June of 1996, the differing groups reconciled seeking industry settlement proposals. So they said, yeah, let's say we have 100 people for a class action lawsuit. The Supreme Court said you can't have a class action lawsuit. So they tried them federally with individual oh. cases. But it seems like majority, if not all, just settled yes. out of court. So they got money, but they didn't get what they could have gotten or necessarily what they deserved. 
And then, so lastly, in 1997, Bayer and three other manufacturers, the ones that I had mentioned earlier. So it's Alpha Therapeutic Corporation, Institute Miria. It's it's French, I don't know. And Baxter International. They all agreed to pay $600 million to settle cases on behalf of more than 6,000 hemophiliacs infected in the U.S. in the early 1980s, paying each an estimated $100,000. after tax and all. I, actually, you know, I don't know how that works with settlements. If I don't think you get taxed on settlements. I don't know. But regardless, it does not seem enough. I agree. And that is the shitty bear aid scandal. Yeah, it was just as bad the second time around <clears throat> as far as the, the facts and the information. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I think I did better this time. <laughs> I had a better understanding. No, the context and the commentary. It was all great. It yeah. was just... They're all terrible. Still shitty humans. All terrible <clears throat> people. So normally this is when I would ask you what you're covering next week, but we already know what you covered next week. Yeah. What is the next week after this one? It was retroactive. Is it was it Maryland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's the circumstances surrounding Marilyn Monroe's death. Was yes. it truly an overdose? Was it cia was it jfk or robert f kennedy assisted or any other acronyms check it out you'll maybe learn something there you go because it's open (laughs) so if you want to reach us we have a patreon it's patreon.com forward slash cracked sisters conspiracies be cool if you guys can give us like a fucking dollar that's all we're asking i feel like that's not a whole lot to ask for i understand that given these economic times that might be a lot for some people we are currently in a silent depression (laughs) (laughs) but we're speaking about it loud and proud (laughs) anyway we have that we have a an instagram that we use probably most frequently that one we upload episodes every week you can send us direct messages if you want us to cover a specific topic of yours or give us feedback but nice feedback tell your friends to follow us yeah we'd like followers that's cool we have an email, crackedsistersconspiracies at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, that would be that would make me ecstatic, honestly. You can send us letters. No, you can't. We don't have anywhere for you to send us letters. Send if us we had Patreons, we would have a, a PO, P.O. box. But you guys don't care enough, so we don't care So enough. you can send us weird shit. I'd like that. That's about it. So with that, stay cracked, y'all. And have a great day.